0: Pew, pew, pew. Welcome to welcome Because, to words, because matter. words Matter. Okay, we okay, recorded. recorded. We recorded. here, baby. here, baby. We so to take that off. I don't need no, don't one, need two, no three, one, two, three, four. All right. All right. What? Okay. Hey, y'all. We here. It's popping. So welcome to another week of Because Words Matter. Um, so first I think what I'm going to start doing at the beginning is doing my shout outs to any black creative. So first, if you have any person or anybody that you want to shout out, please, 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 please email me at because words matter at gmail.com. And also you can DM me or swipe up on the story, or if you know me, just text me, you know what I mean? So if you know anybody, just let me know. I'm going through just a list of people that I know personally. They don't know that they'll be shouted out, um, but they will know once I tag them. So like, it's just kind of like if you want to celebrate somebody that, you know, please, please, please let me know. It'll be great to just give people a platform to see other podcasts, YouTube channels, music, styling, whatever you want to Blogs. It's going to be a lot of people. So even if I don't also if I don't call you out now, don't. Don't think that you won't be called out later down the line. So cool. So I want to shout out the person who did my music, the music that you're hearing on the podcast. Amazing, brother. Great, great, great person. His name is Jacob. Um, his IG, I'm going to. Post it on the page and I'm going to leave it in the description um, for the podcast. His his Instagram is classified underscore alias. Um, C-L-A. Actually, I'm not going to read it because it's going to be written Um, uh, on his page. He's Christian. He's a musician, marketing, professional, entrepreneur and producer. Um, He was very helpful with um, creating the music for the podcast, as I said, and he was just so, I'm so grateful for him. Um, he kept me accountable, and also he was just, in a timely fashion, got what I needed. So um, please go to his page. If you need some music, if you need some beats, this is a person that you should reach out to. Please, please, please. He will be on the podcast once all of this coronavirus stuff, you know, washes over. Um, so just to make sure that you go check him out, go on his page. He has really great things um yeah thanks Jacob I really 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 appreciate it the music is love all right so the next person I'm going to shout out is uh, my profite Takara Takara Smith she is amazing like I ain't never seen a grind like this before so I really want to shout out she's a makeup artist she has her own YouTube um so I'm going to put her information in there too but she's all about faith beauty inspiration and good vibes baby and that's what we need sometimes we need some good energy because people are yeah you know what i mean um but uh i think this is a someone if you need to get your face beat baby go get your face beat if you need things if you have a wedding to go to If you have a few events that you need, if you just need some pictures for graduation, please hit up to Smith. She knows exactly what she's doing. She has the things. um, And I think she is just amazing in her grind. And if you just need some like daily pick-me-ups and some inspiration, her page is amazing for that. Just um, giving you advice. um, And it's not really like, ooh, advice for you, but just advice for herself that I think she's um, sharing with us. And that's really, really, really helpful sometimes. Um, so, I think, uh, and I think I've gotten a lot of advice specifically on content creation from her because sometimes we can feel like, oh, we're not putting out enough or we're being annoying or whatever the case might be. She kind of validates that experience for people who are um, in a creative space. So, definitely, definitely, definitely check her out. Takar Brianna or Takar Brianna Beauty. I'm going to put that in the description. So, and is going to be on a page and it's going to be tagged. So make sure you go and check her out. She's amazing. Um, go to her YouTube channel, like subscribe, do all the things that you need to do. Okay, cool. So now we are at, um, yeah. So now we're going to get into, wow. I said what I said. I said what I said. All right. So it's it's going to be. Um, three quick things in the I say what I said portion and I'm making it pretty short because I'm going to go into explanation at the end the very end in the last segment but these are three things that I just kind of want to address and um, this episode is about empathy but it's specifically about empathy in regards to the coronavirus and the responses to it and what I've been seeing like on oh my just yeah that's what this this whole portion is about, empathy towards that. Um, but the end, the I say what I say portion, three things i want to say. Wash your damn hands. Wash your hands, please. I'm begging you. Do it. Do it now. Do it while I'm talking. Literally pick up your phone if you're listening to it on your phone. Go to the sink. Wash your hands. Then also maybe like I'll include this. Get a Clorox wipe. Go wipe down your phone. Do that too. You know what I'm saying? Do that. Do that. I think it's best, you know, like I have some Clorox wipes. I've been trying to. If you forget, that's okay. But just wash your hands, get you a Clorox wipe, wipe off your phone. Because your phone is several places too. So do that. All right, cool, 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 cool. Wash your hands for at least 20 seconds. Minimum. Not max, Men. Cool, got it. Second thing, stay at home. You know what I'm saying? Stay at home. Social distancing. Not saying stay inside if you... You know, if you need to just for a few seconds step out on your porch, take a walk in the neighborhood, you know, do that because I've been in the house for about three days now and I'm going to incorporate some outside time to my daily things, even if it's just 10 minutes. So, you know, but for the most part, what I mean by staying home is, yeah, like don't go into social gatherings like with more with a whole bunch of people, you know, because that's what they're asking us to do and we should kind of follow the rules you know just in this context you know um but i'll get into more of that of why we should stay at home because it affects more than just yourself cool last thing just be quiet sometimes just sit there and eat your food sometimes i've seen some tweets i've had some conversations um that have been kind of like alarming And just, like, insensitive and lack empathy, right? And lack, I think, empathy, knowledge, and understanding. So um, just, I mean, not to be the bearer of bad news, just shut the fuck up. You know, sometimes it's just good to just not say anything, right? Like, silence is always the best. If not, I'm, like, just please. Um, So this wraps it up. You know, I said what I said. Uh, Wash your hands stay at home please social distancing you can do it do things that'll help you um and I'll also get into what you can do while staying at home and it's not like on the grind like it's it's really not that deep um and just be quiet sometimes like just say nothing and I've had a hard time with that over my life and I'll go into that and in probably a different episode but like sometimes it's just good to be quiet not saying you have to change who you are but sometimes It's good to be quiet and look at it in a different perspective and be empathetic. So we'll get into that into the next segment, y'all. So I'll see y'all in searching for context. Okay, here we go. Here's the the more larger piece of this whole thing and why I had this idea. Granted, you'll see why. So empathy. I'm going to talk about empathy first before I get into like the whole coronavirus stuff and why these two things connect. So empathy, the ability to understand and share the feelings of another or the capacity to take place, put yourself in um, another person's position. Right. So just, you know, walking a mile in someone else's shoes. Simple. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Right. So that's just basic definition of empathy. And also, I want you guys to um, if you want to stop the video now or at the end video girl podcast. Um there's a video that I linked about empathy by Brené Brown. And I think it's, it's only about two minutes and 30 seconds. I think just explains kind of like a simple overview of what it means to be empathetic. And then also what it means to be sympathetic. And those are two different things. Um, So make sure you go and listen to that and watch that. I think that does a really good job of explaining it. But um, so now I just kind of want to go into just um, talking about the coronavirus, just some general knowledge that I got off of the CDC website. And I think I encourage all of you guys to go on the World Health Health, Health Organization website and the CDC website. Um, I think those are good resources for facts. Um, the best place I think you should go. So then they'll be able to explain what is true and what is false. Um, it'll be the best, best place for information. Um, so I just want to say that it's just going to general information. So it's a new disease. Currently, it does not have a vaccine. Um, the CDC is still learning on how it spreads and the severity of the illness. It is thought to spread from person to person in close contact with respiratory droplets from coughing and sneezing. It is thought to be most contagious when symptomatic, the sickness. And like I said, I did this research, I want to say last Thursday, um, and a lot has happened prior to then, so we'll. I'll try to include that too, um, but I'll get it. I'll, cover all that at the end. Um contact with contaminated surfaces or objects. Um like I said it can it can easily spread between person to person. Um and this can spread quickly in like a community setting. So if you're like in a large family or if you're going places where there's a lot of your community, it can easily spread in those places. Um some of the symptoms that you'll have are fever, cough, shortness of breath. Um, And then just to be clear, and this is a part that I want to talk about empathy and making sure that you're not going outside. So with this, people who have um, immune, uh, compromised immune systems and older people, um, you just want to be aware, right? Those are people who might not be able to go out on a basis. or if they are, they have to be a little bit more um, aware of who is around them, Right. Um, And they might not be able to go out and get certain supplies or whatever the case might be. So um, those people are at higher risk. Um, But it does not mean that you should be out here thinking that you can't get the virus because it's anybody. Right. It's not only about people who have compromised immune systems and who are older. Um, Just be clear. You can still get the virus. Right. Like we've seen recently now several celebrities, several athletes, who have gotten the virus, um, who were not showing symptoms, um, and they could have been infecting people that are older around them. So I just want to be clear. like I don't know why people are acting like they don't know someone who's older, I think, or at least someone in mind that they might have known, or at least a friend that knows someone, right? And you don't know whose um, immune systems can be compromised, right? So you just have to be aware and be empathetic. Be understanding that if I had an immune compromised system, I would want someone to be um, more aware and wash their hands and um, keep me safe. You know, like I would want them to keep me safe or do the due diligence to keep me safe. So for everybody that's just out here willy nilly doing whatever they want, I don't know why you're doing that because you might be if you probably are affecting way more people than you think. Um, Cool. Steps to protect yourself like I said, wash your hands with soap and water for at least 20 seconds. Um, And, and, and especially if you're, you are leaving public spaces. Um, If it's not readily available, which I, I'm not saying I highly doubt, but I kind of highly doubt that. But if it's not available, you can use hand sanitizer that it's at least 60% alcohol. Avoid touching your eyes nose and mouth and that has been kind of hard for me i didn't know or realize how much i touch my face but i do so trying to do that um avoid close contact with people that might be sick um but not xenophobia and we'll get more into that as well you know what i mean you know what i mean so um like just if they're sick make sure you're like trying to avoid close contact with them stay home if you're sick um And this this can be a little tricky or sticky um, depending on what your job is. And I think people aren't understanding that either. Right. Like, yes, stay home if you're sick, but also if your job is going to fire you or if they're making you come in and you are sick or you won't get paid. Like, what are your options? Right. Like people are experiencing different things with work or you are going into work or they're not paying you. So like staying home if you're sick might not work for everyone. So like I said, empathy, empathy, empathy. It might not be the case for everyone that is allowed to just stay home. That is a, a privilege that I have that I was working on campus and now I can technically, I guess, work from home. Not really, but well, whatever. Um, let's see. Cover your cough, sneezes with a tissue and then hand sanitize or wash your hands right after. Wear a face mask if you're sick. I reiterate, if you're sick. There are healthcare professionals and people who are working, um, who are caregivers that more than likely would need that more than you. Doing, um, I saw a makeup tutorial with a mask, which didn't make sense to me. Um, People are just buying them and they're not sick. And you don't, and there's a shortage. So you just, excuse me, want to make sure that if you are sick, yes. But if you're not, Try to donate those to a different place, you know, donate those to to healthcare professionals that actually might need it when dealing with patients like other people really, really, really might need the resources. And by you hoarding or hogging them is not being helpful or effective. Um, so that's a thing. Clean and disinfect frequently. I mean, if you weren't doing that before, that's a, not kind of OK, but clean and disinfect frequently. Like I know a lot of people are doing a deep clean on their homes. I'm doing that as well. And just making sure that they are washing their hands, disinfecting, cleaning anything that they possibly can. Um, So do that. Um, And now I'm going to get into, and I love that the CDC had this stigma and resilience. I think um, there's also been a lot of stigma in xenophobia, right? Um, And I think, I just I just don't get it like the other day I guess maybe like two days ago Trump called it a Chinese virus which is highly problematic because that's not a thing right like that's not a thing so um on the CDC website it talked about the disease can make anyone sick regardless of their race or ethnicity right like at first I think at the beginning people were like oh it's only in China like that doesn't no that doesn't Italy popped off just popped off a lot. You know, other places are popping off. So, like, just make sure. Also, people of Asian descent, including Chinese Americans, are not more likely to get the virus. Did y'all hear that? They're not. So, don't don't be a dick. Like, don't, you know, like, please. A lot of places are being affected by it. Whether it's restaurants or nail salons. Like, people are really um just being dicks they're just being rude about it um anybody could have it right like anybody it doesn't matter so be clear to stop being discriminatory against people specifically Asian people of Asian descent um it doesn't work like that it's very rude it's very I don't know it's, it's just ridiculous um some people are at increased risk of getting it, but that has nothing to do with race or ethnicity. I um, also want to point out some people who have someone who has completed the quarantine and has been released from isolation does not pose a risk to. Does not pose a risk of um, infecting other people. So, like, if they are from if they are, have left quarantine, obviously they're not going to now infect you if they've, you know, have been released um uh you can oh you can stop the spread of the virus by knowing the signs and the symptoms obviously um i'm sorry i'm reading notes so i can have this written down but um there are simple ways that you can help yourself and help others so right like if the cdc is having recommendations of preventing things i think um having recommendations where you should like stay inside wash your hands do that and I know I feel like I'm repeating myself but like you as you go through if you look on social media people are still out you know having a great time and I don't get it you know like they just requested that like stay at home because even though you might not feel the symptoms you might have it and be infecting others so it would be better for you to stay at home if that is the case like it would better for you to stay at home and I'm not talking about people that have to work. I'm talking about, you know, niggas that's like on spring break, you know, like it's unfortunate but like you want to get your whole house sick like people who are still going out. Like I know in Auburn like niggas is still and niggas right now is just addressing everybody but people are literally out at the bars and they were taking temperatures. I don't think that that's it's just but I go to a predominantly white institution so you know. It's We'll just leave it there. So just stay at home if you have the capacity to do that. Like if you don't have a job that's making you come in, or or you have the like if you have the capacity to stay inside, stay inside, right? Like do that. Like I said, go outside if you need to, like take a walk or like get some fresh air. I understand that. Like try to limit your time doing that. But if you going out to the function, into the clubs, into the bars, baby, what it it can't be that serious. Not for your health, not for the health of others. It just doesn't make sense. So that's a whole, whole, whole thing. Um, Yeah, that's really it for searching for context. I feel like it could have been a little bit more straightforward. I want to stress that being empathetic in these ways can help everyone. And I see that, like, specifically U.S. citizens are having a hard time expressing empathy with hoarding, tissue which i don't I, i'm still trying to solve that problem find the correlation there um hoarding stuff don't get that hoarding certain materials like fuck that man don't remember his name don't even care i think he's in tennessee that bought all of that disinfectant and hand sanitizer and clorox wipes like why why would you why would you do that so a big fuck you to that and like People who are just benefiting off of the chaos, like, don't be a crook, please. Just stop. Just stop doing it. Um, And I think, I don't know, like, don't overbuy if you can. Because, like, when you overbuy, it is, like, preventing other people from getting certain things that they might need. Uh, I saw something that talked about overbuying formula. I saw something that talked about overbuying just, just, a whole a whole host of things if you don't absolutely abso, absolutely need 10 of them do not get 10 don't make it a 10 for 10 like it's like a whole deal don't do that that's that's a literally only for like yogurt and like cereal cereal uh bowls that's about it don't do a 10 for 10 on tissue it's just not that deep I don't know how much you have to wipe your ass but if it's just you especially if it's just you if there's a family that might be different and I don't want to um kind of like invalidate people who might be getting a lot of tissue because they might have a lot of lo- like a lot of people out their house. It's just me. If you were a regular ass college student, girl, get one thing of tissue and call it a day. Like don't be doing too much. Don't be doing too much. Get the things that you need, absolutely need, um and leave it there. When people start to hoard and freak out, it really does create a shortage of items like mass tissue, I can't find hand sanitizer anywhere. I can't find um disinfectant wipes literally anywhere it's ridiculous and i wasn't even getting it for myself and we'll go get into more of that in the next segment as well but like coronavirus stay updated i say like if you can't be on social media um take a break because it can be overwhelming at times um uh the cdc also have a space where you can like get help as far as just like support groups or whatever the case might be because it is an anxious time and some people still like i still gotta go to school during this and people yeah i still have to go to school during this and people have other things that they have to accomplish whether it's work or being a creative or freelancer like just make sure that you are taking care of yourself during this time like uh people are logging off people are not creating content they give they can have space to do that. Um, oh, let me talk about that, too. So there's this, like, ooh, grind, grind, grind. We should grind. We should do this. And I think that, like, take the time to rest. You know, like, a bitch don't have to put out 65 videos. She don't have to put out push out more content because she's working at home or that person might be working at home. Like, do not, like, make people feel bad because they're not grinding during this time. Like, I I just like I said, I just don't get it, you know, like, I don't want to start an LLC, and that's the joke that me and my friend, Me and my best friend, Zen, was talking about, like, I don't want to start a business, I don't want to start a money blog, I don't want to do any of that, I actually just want to sit the fuck here, I want to go to class, eat, and sit here, and laugh, and watch TV, like, I can, I'm allowed to do that, I'm allowed to do that, and if I end up doing nothing, that's okay, if I end up putting out more content content that's okay too but like to say like this is what you should be doing it's kind of ridiculous like girl get out of here you don't be productive on a regular day why you want me to be productive now like i'll be i'll be productive when i want to be um and i think it's just laughable when people are saying things like that and i when i refer and also when i refer to people i'm just talking about niggas on my twitter that are just being irrational and ridiculous and are like having all of these this is what you should do and this is what you shouldn't do with your time type thing where sometimes I don't have to, right? Like I can sit here and just sit here and I can read or I can not read. I can work out or I can not work out. Like I saw someone trying to work out. I think it was Jackie Hyman's husband trying to work out and his like workout band broke. Like I I'm not sure about if that was a sign to you or to me, but it was just kind of like, baby, sit down. Not saying you don't have to work out later. Just go take a walk. All this extra I get it I feel it it's okay it's fine just sit down it's okay if you're not doing anything and I think that's hard for us because like we're just used to going 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 but if you have the time and are um, if you're not like trying to figure out ways to like pay your rent if you just want to sit there for 20 minutes you're allowed to don't let these niggas make you feel bad they not doing nothing either or they think they doing something like For all the people that's supposed to be in the studio or dropping this or dropping that, I hope I get an album. I hope I get an EP. I hope I get a mixtape, something, since you want to be on the grind so much. But anyway, I could keep going on and on. But we're going to go to the next segment. (laughs) um, We're going to go to, uh, okay, you better say that. We're going to get into some tweets. We're going to get into some um, resources because I always want to, provide resources and we're gonna get into main part of like sometimes some people should just like shut up or like be okay quiet. you better just say that say should you not better just, go ahead they should not put out anything we a finally have arrived. We finally say, have no that's arrived. not appropriate all right all right here tomorrow, we are and, okay you better say that so there's two people on twitter that i've been following recently that i really enjoy that i think um put out a lot of information that i think you should follow too um, and this is not to put work on them, but it is to say you will get informed from um, a different perspective. You know what I mean? So. And it's related. I like I'm going to read out some of their tweets because it's related to the coronavirus and how you can help. And then I'm going to get into the previously I said sometimes you just need to be quiet, you know, and I touched a little bit on that earlier. But I'm going to touch on it. Mm-mm-mm. Touch again. All right, cool. So the first person, um, their Twitter name is Crutches and Spice: uh, colon rude for a disabled person, um, and her at, I guess I'm gonna say handle, I think, yeah, handle is the Imani underscore Barbin, Bar, Baron, Barbarin. Hope I pronounced that right. But it's going to be in the description, so you could just type it in. Um, and uh, maybe like last week, um, she posted this, and it says this time is exposing everyone to exposing everyone of America's moral failings at once for the world to see. So there's a few things that she listed. So hashtag coronavirus is taxing. A failing health system. The second thing is school closures threaten food insecurity and in homeless students. People are pro- protesting the killing of an unarmed kid over pizza. Um, voter suppression and lack of confidence is resulting in low turnout among young voters. People are hoarding supplies, hoarding supplies meaning disabled people and immune compromise, compromised people are even more vulnerable. Um, and just to reiterate, immune compromised people are have weak weaker immune systems. Um, so I think for this, I want to say there are resources to help. Um, make sure when you're going through, like I said, I've been seeing people who are like maybe in the ages 20 to about 40. who are like, oh, I don't matter. It doesn't matter. Um, just think about your friends that might have kids or just a whole bunch of other things like other people, immune compromised people, disabled folks like really start to look at. I think this is a good time to kind of have some inner reflection um, on what America is built and breaded on, like um, built and bred on. Um, if you are probably disabled, black, brown, person of color, LGBT plus, you have a, some understanding of how America's trash. Um, and how they be hating and also like stripping us of essential resources and like shaming and blaming and doing a lot of things to marginalize folks. um you're starting to see that now, right, like in uh if you can't work, like people are starting to realize, oh snap, like oh, America doesn't care about us well girl duh we we could have told y'all that i I mean, we have been, but y'all don't think that we're just being you know wild, so. Um, I think that just if you have the privilege, if you have the access, if you're able body, like start to think outside of that, start to think outside of your own intersections. What does that mean for other people? How is this affecting other people? Not just you like it. it, There is a book that I read. It talked about uh, it's called The Purpose Different Life. And the first thing that it said was like, it's not about you. And I believe that it ain't about you. Especially when you think it's about you. It's really not about you. People are projecting. People are always um, giving advice based off of their own sum total of experiences. So just be, you know, just be mindful. I was going to say cognizant again. I need to get a, we're going to expand my lexicon and vocabulary on this show. All right, cool. The next person that I think you should follow is it's at Walayla. Hope I pronounce that right cool they said on this tweet they said they have a list a wish list on twitter on their twitter page that has a list of people willing to send supplies to immune compromised people who don't have it in their cities so if you know of immune compromised people send them the send them the google doc um, and i'm going to add the google doc in here but as well as add yourself to the list to be to be a resource there are going to be two different google docs so i'll put them in the description box of this web uh, website of this podcast um and then she they also go on to say remember your privilege as an able-bodied person and if you are sending things please disinfect them before you send them um so just want to say this is another person that i think does a really good job of Um, giving out free information they are always willing to share the books that they're reading um, share their livelihood share that um, their uh, journey with having cancer Um, just an amazing person and I think that um, you should do your due diligence and follow them and um, by all means, do not go into their DMs. Both of these people do not go into their DMs asking like, how do I do this? How do I be a better person? How would I?" That's not what this is for. But this is for you to widen your scope of who you follow. So then that way you are considering other people in your everyday lives. I do that all the time. And I'm trying to do that more where I'm following other people that I might not have the same intersecting identities, but I'm able to be aware every time I'm making decisions aware. And it's kind of like building, you know how people be like, Uh, working out is like building a muscle. I think that's the same thing, like building my um, uh, brain muscle and my empathetic muscle um, while moving throughout each and every space. Like not saying, you know, like, well, I don't really, people think sensitive is a bad word, but just being sensitive, being thoughtful, careful to other people's situation and empathizing with them, not pitying, because that's one thing. And I think, um, uh, the person, uh, her, the person I mentioned first talked about, talked a lot about how uh, inspiration porn and how like people use people who have disabilities as an inspiration. And I think that that's false as well. Right. Like get your own damn inspiration from somewhere else. Like um, so I just say all that to say these are two amazing people that I think you should follow. Um really follow really get into what they're talking about because it is a it, it helps you to bring another perspective to the table it did for me I thought about a lot of different things um and it kind of helped me change my perspective and understanding what it means to be disabled what it means to be someone who has an immune compromise um system what it just means to be uh I don't know like black Queer, non-binary, like just start to follow other people so you can get a wide range of experiences and not be a dick. I think that's like kind of the moral of this episode: don't be a dick or don't be a jerk. You're a jerk, I know. No, don't be a jerk. All right, cool, 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 cool. So just remember, I'm gonna put both of those Google Docs. So if you want to sign up, um, all you have to do is have your at for your Twitter, um, and. If you want to look on the list of immune compromised people, like I just um, found two people, picked them and see and saw what they needed. And also want to say it was very challenging to find the things that I needed for a person because they were out of it and I'm still looking. But just, you know, put your putting your name down will help to help as a resource is always good. And if you know someone that might need resources, send them that Google Doc so they can add their name as well. Cool, cool, cool. So the very last thing that I want to do, um, the very, very, very last thing that I want to do is read a tweet that I saw. And this is a person I know from high school. It's kind of wild, you know, kind of full circle moment, but um, read a tweet that I saw. And I'll start from the beginning of like a thread. Right. So um, this person at Kimberly and Foster, Kimberly Nicole Foster, uh, um, she posted and she said no one in this country. I think this was on the 15th. No one in this country can afford to miss eight weeks of pay. So they need to go ahead and send those coronavirus stimulus checks. Right. So I've been seeing that go around like we need stimulus checks. And I had recently was getting nervous because I was like, OK, I work on campus. The university got closed. Like, how is I? How am I going to pay for the things that I need to pay for? And you're right. Like anybody I my general thought was anybody, you know, like missing eight weeks of pay like that's a rent. That's 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 a few things. And if you have kids, like I am only coming from a perspective of like a student, I can only imagine if you have a child or multiple children or a family or a partner. Like there's just a lot to go into it. So missing a paychecks, I think for me is kind of like that is a lot of money just going out the woodworks, right? So this is a person that I know. The Tia Bolden T Bold fourteen um, said the fact that twenty through twenty two thousand people plus and that's how many people liked that uh Kimberly's post um feel they can't miss eight weeks um eight weeks of pay wow let me read that again the fact that 22,000 plus people feel they can't miss eight weeks of pay dot 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 is a need for financial literacy in our communities and then my first thought was like what I don't there's an x axis and there's a y I need a correlation between missing pay because of, you know, unforeseen circumstances and financial literacy. So I saw a whole bunch of responses and I was liking things and I was just, you know, like very baffled because I was like, I feel like that's a very kind of like classist, like insensitive, lack of empathy type of response. So then I wanted to kind of and I'm going to link these two articles. So I wanted to read more about why people thought that poor people are not financially literate, right? Like that doesn't make sense. And I wasn't able to kind of, I needed more words and I needed more resources. So I'm going to read two quotes from two uh, articles that I read on it. Um, And I just kind of want to overwhelmingly say that like anyone, anyone who is afforded the privilege of missing a pay paychecks has privilege right like the fact that you're able to move differently without being able to get paid for eight weeks is is I mean okay kudos to you however there are people out there that can't do that and that is not because of a lack of knowledge or understanding on how to be financially literate Um, and I think these two articles do a good job of under showing you that there's no correlation between that and showing that just because someone is financially literate doesn't doesn't mean that they know how to I, I don't I don't even want to say like manage your money well or like just because you have a lot of, there it is just because you have a lot of money does not mean you are financially literate either. Right. And to kind of take this coronavirus or this pandemic and say that it was it is uh, and using it as a shameful tactic or using it as somewhere to cause or call blame on others is kind of just like. Why, like, you know, and this is what I meant, like, by just sometimes you just need to be quiet. And then I think a lot of Tia's responses to people saying, like, oh, I don't think that that's what this is, was just like, oh, here's my ex. Um, let me let me be clear, you know, uh, let's see, let's see, I'm trying to go to the tweet, you know, here's a thread on building wealth, right? Like, I, I took a financial literacy course, and that did not make me initially learn how to like or uh manage my money better and I know that for a fact because a bitch is still in school trying to figure out how to pay for school right it was because of my lack of money management um and the things that I was doing so like even even when I did have the class it did not have a direct correlation between me to build wealth and I think there's also a sense of understanding what does building wealth looks different for so many different people, right? And um and it depends on what your beliefs are, I think. Um so I think like to have a response of like, "Oh, this is how you build wealth during a pandemic when I just said that I don't even have the money to pay for rent or like basic things shows that there's a lack of understanding of how quickly people can become um, poor or, or or can be or can fall into poverty how quickly or see how um, large the gap between like the poor and the rich are and how like I know a lot of families whether it, they may have a home but like they have no liquid money they have no liquid things that they can take out right now a lot of their I think it's assets but I want to say all of that is into things that they aren't able to like physically touch cash so um, I just kind of wanted to provide so I'm just, like, pushing back on the idea and, and and being classist and, and like, I guess, blaming poor people for being poor. I think it's more than that, right? Like, it's more than that. It's more of a structural thing, and you can see it. And I'm going to personally probably come back to this and talk about um, probably, like, poverty, being poor, and homelessness and, like, really try to give a uh, uh, well-rounded explanation on how easy it happens and how you can help and also how not to be like a dick like I said like not to say that these people are lacking some type of financial literacy but to say that like there there are times when the system really just fucks you over and it does not support people and it, it it does not support and those people are usually marginalized people right and I think I think this is I wanted to call this out and I wanted to like shed light on this only because like um Even as college students, I think I'm trying to work on it, not being um, exploitative, I think, and not not going back home or going back to your neighborhoods and saying, like, I have the answers. Like, I'm really, really, really smart. And I know what you need when you have been gone for four to five years. Right. Like a lot of things change when you're gone. So I think it's to say that, like, when we get our fancy degrees and all of those other things remember where you came from like remember the fuck where you came from and also like be clear about what you're talking about be educated about what you're talking about and understand how people are being affected and meet them where they are and have grace and I think sometimes we can I don't know like we can like make it and I say that in quotes or like not you know feel like we've done better but like you have to be understanding and you have to like I just I know I keep saying it but like not nah, be a dick like yeah you got a college degree but it's a lot harder than you think you have a lot of privilege in just that space right like being a college student has a lot of privilege behind it right so I think just when you're moving in spaces, space of the, especially if you're moving in spaces of social justice and working with marginalized groups and that's something I'm doing so I'm trying to be sure and make sure I'm doing the right things like you know like do your due diligence, do some research, and don't just post whatever. Like, I don't really tweet like that, and that's because I don't know a lot, and I don't tweet about things that I don't know. Like, I know some things. I'm not gonna play myself, but I don't know a lot of things to articulate in a way and have, like, dissertations and, like, think pieces on Twitter. Like, I really, and honestly, I don't really want to do that, and I appreciate the people that do because I learn a lot, but Sometimes you really, 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 really need to take a step back and see: Is this worth posting? Like, is this worth saying? Like, there's been several people I just, and that's why I really, really, really created this podcast. Cause I'm like, niggas are just saying whatever with no knowledge and with no like, just no couth, no nothing about themselves. They're just saying it cause they know like a lot of people gonna like it or whatever the case might be, and basically they capping like they don't know shit. And they need to, like, shut the fuck up sometimes. So that's that on that. So the first one is what poor people don't need, colon, um, financial literacy by Matt Darling. And um, so I'm going to read the first quote from this one that I really enjoyed that kind of was concise. Um, this contradiction points to an underlining belief that lower income Americans don't know how to manage their money. Don't know how to manage their money as well as rich people do when the exact opposite is true. The very nature of poverty means that the poor are often the savviest budgeters of all of us, of us all. There is a this is born out of necessity. If you have limited income, the daily tradeoffs you you face, prompt you to watch your finances more closely. And I really like that because I never thought about it like that. But that's a really good example. Like people like that, people in my family that I know that grew up poor, like my my parents, um my aunts all of those people are very like they know um how to budget well and they know what to allocate things towards um they do a really good job with that and they don't have a lot of money but they are able to say like okay like damn okay this needs to go to this and this needs to go to that and that's it and we're not moving past that right so I think that was a good way to kind of just explain that the next one is poor people are financially literate they just need more money and i thought that was a funny title too. Um and this is by Damon Young. Um and the quote says, i'm sharing this today because of the myred 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 myraid myred my y'all know misconceptions of what it is to be poor. The most common is the belief that the main thing keeping people without money is a lack of understanding of how money works. It is also the most violent belief because because implied because implied is that if you are poor, it's your fault. It's something that you did or did not do. It's God's punishment for some elusive misdeed. If you didn't buy those J's, if only you had saved five dollars a week, if you had only read this book, if you had downloaded that app, if you only didn't celebrate that birthday, if you only had a dinner with Jay-Z. Um, I think, you know, I've always had a conversation with people about uh, uh, panhandlers and um, people who are asking for money on the side of the road. And I personally always give money. And I've always gotten a question of why um, I do that. Um, People have always, ooh, I'm cracking my knuckles, but people have always asked me, like, why do you do that? Like, aren't they going to go get drugs? Aren't they going to do this, that, and the third? And I always have to stop them, like, okay, one, what? What are you talking about? two like it's not up to me to decide what they're going to do with the money it's just up to me to be a good person to give it to them right like and if you don't want to give fine but like don't make try to make me feel bad because they might go do drugs like that's just a wild accusation like what like what if you go do drugs (laughs) which I know you do like whatever you be using your refund let me stop anyway like I said you know I think Uh, there's a really big, like, shameful act, and I think that comes all the way back for um, empathy. Uh, Well, I guess in this case, sympathy. People are, like, really, when they're sympathizing, they're, like, blaming you for what you did or, like, trying to help you find a silver lining or whatever the case might be when there's an actual system, structural systems, institutions that are at place that are not meant for people um, to... Like succeed, there are literally things out there that aren't meant for people to succeed, and it happens through like just a whole host of things. And I think um, when you're when we have the conversation about homelessness, like people are always blaming or people are always like having these large assumptions about why someone's homeless. Um, and and honestly, it, it might be a very simple story, right? And it's not up to me to determine what they're going to do with the money that I give them. Like, girl, I'm going to get this money and keep it moving because I have it, right? And because I do that. And that's me personally. And that, that is not to say, like, everybody should be out here, like, nah, girl. Like, if that's not what you want to do, but if you can, go ahead. Because you have that privilege. You have that space. You have that access to, like, all this money. You know, like, you need to be helping people. And even then, it's not like... Even then, I don't want him to make it sound like, a, oh, it's a good deed that Injiri's doing. That's, like, the bare minimum, right? Like, that's just human decency. I think there is something to be said about, like, actually going in and doing structural change for homelessness. And that's something that I want to do when I get around to uh, all the other things that I want to do. So many things. The world is fucked. But, like, like just, you know... I think overall I think I can close it out with this just overall like don't be a dick like I know that's like really injurious just don't you know like um be careful of your words and that will always be the takeaway from this show is like be careful of your words you know like be be aware of how you are privileged and then move accordingly you know and don't deny the privilege like I think there's nothing wrong with that, but I think there is a space where you can like relinquish power and and, and, in exchange for others because a small amount of power that you release or like relinquish to people who are marginalized or privileged is like maybe like 10 or 15% and you get to keep like the other 90, right? Um, it won't really hurt your pockets. It's kind of like when they say like the 1% could probably give away a quarter of their money and they will still be fine. I think that's what it seems like, um, with power. Um, it's really just advocating for other people. It's putting yourself out there and it's not putting the work on other oppressed people. You know what I mean? So, um, just in all things especially with the coronavirus don't be xenophobic you know don't be like oh i'm not gonna get chinese food because you know like what um don't you know like uh i don't know just don't give people nasty looks because they are asian like i feel like i shouldn't have to say things like this but people are doing it and you can see like don't call it the chinese virus what don't do that don't fucking do that you know like just call it what it's named the coronavirus you know they even have a short acronym for it so do that do that um be empathetic you know um I think some people for the first time and even me are experiencing the the direct effects of like what happens when you don't have it in what America does, nothing, you know what I mean, like, they barely doing anything, Um, and you're seeing who has the privilege to get tested, who has the privilege to do certain things, who, um, even in this, like, you're seeing that landlords, people, you're seeing how shy people are, so, like, I, I saw... Um, and I like this. A lot of people that I follow are saying like when at, when this is over, right, like when we are done, like we obviously need to talk about, OK, America had the capacity to treat everybody like a human being. OK, cool. What are we going to do about that? Right. That's first. Um, and then also when you're applying for job interviews, when you're looking for somewhere to live, I mean, now you're going into multifaceted places like ask them, like, what did you do during the coronavirus? Like, did you provide? Um, uh, uh, resources for your employees did you provide resources for your tenants like what did you do during this time and I think that is like when they ask like do you have any questions for me like those are questions to ask your institutions some institutions are just kicking students out without a safety net or without a plan you know what I mean so when you're thinking about colleges grad schools things that you're places that you're about to go like start asking them what was your response to this how did you, what were you doing to help people that were unable to meet certain qualifications because of an, you know, uncontrollable virus? What, what did you do? What was your tea? Like, what did you do? What did you do to help? Like, what were you doing? You know, um, I think that would be good. So then you can start, um, like, doing your due diligence and research and be like, so if this happens again, at least I know I'm safe. At least I know someone did something for me. At least they looked out. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, um, yeah, y'all, uh, thanks for, you know, being there, waiting for the episode. I'm going to try my best to be on time, but if I'm not, please give your girl grace. School online, is a little different, I'm doing it, like I have an 8 a.m. tomorrow, but you know, like, I'm going to try to post as much as I can, if I don't post, that's okay too, because this is my shit. And I can do what I want, But, you know, I said I'll ride these things and talk about certain things. So I will. So just remember, words freaking matter. You know, like, don't just be out there saying what you want. Um, during this time of social distancing, like, stay off of social media if you need to. Watch some funny stuff. You know, I personally get on Twitter because it's hilarious. If you need to mute the word coronavirus, you could do that. But, you know, like go find something that makes you feel good call your family um you know uh call your friends if you can reach out to people see how they're doing um give yourself time to decompress like I said the biggest thing is if you need to step away from social media do that even if it's for like a day um because I know this could be affecting people's anxiety and depression in very serious ways um, and they still have to like operate and still like work from home or go to school or take care of kids. Um, shout out to all the teachers because I know parents are now like, Oh, my kid is, I don't like to call kids bad, but my kid is unruly and I understand now. Right. So shout out to the teachers. They need to get paid more because a lot of parents are now saying that their child is unruly and doesn't listen, you know, and don't listen and they just be doing a lot. So imagine having, 30 of them niggas. So, you know, shout out to the teachers. Shout out to all the healthcare professionals. Thank you for what you do. Thank you for people who are cleaning at grocery stores, who are in service, who are service workers, staff members, like people like that that still have to go into work and provide for us. I am praying for you. Thank you for what you do because some people might not be telling you thank you. Pay people, please, who are service workers. Don't just have them in there um being you know especially in hospitals like I saw something where people weren't paying the workers or haven't paid them for months and not giving them protect protective gear like just pay those workers um remember that they matter and that they val like they are valuable the people that clean the people that cook all of those things are important and we're starting to see that now and I always knew that but some of y'all did not know that um yeah I think that's it. Y'all have a blessed day. See y'all again in two weeks. We'll check back in. Hopefully this um, gets better. I want it to get better. I know things are getting canceled and I feel I'm really sad for, you know, people that just are about to graduate in 2020. I'm just feeling so sad. So um, if there's any peace of mind that I can give you, um, just know that I'm praying for you and sending you, uh, I don't know, sending you positive vibes. I hate the word vibe. Sending you positive energy. Um, I know it could be hard. I know it could be really sad right now. Because just, yeah. Your feelings are valid. And if you're upset, be upset. All right, y'all. See y'all next time. Bye.